Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Virgil Sierra. Virgil is a lead pastor of the Vertical Church. Pastor Virgil has a genuine passion for reaching the lost with the life-changing message of the gospel and equipping believers to make a difference. He is a worshiper at heart and sincerely aims to point people vertically to God by any means possible. In 2004, Virgil graduated from Nova Southeastern University with a master's degree in occupational therapy. The skill that he developed as an occupational therapist has served him well in understanding human behavior, human development, family dynamics, as well as the importance of simply helping others. Virgil, it is a delight and an honor to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast. I love it, Dr. Bowen. It is a privilege for me to spend some time with you and all those coaches and coaches in development out there. <laughs> what a blessing. I remember the first time we met, you were actually interviewing me. And uh, <laughs> now it's kind of turned circle back around. And now I get to interview <laughs> you. So our paths have crossed many, many times. And of course, since then, you have gone through the Dream Releaser Coaching Program. We know that you're a very successful pastor. And of course, I just read a small piece of your bio. But I know that our audience today wants to know who is Virgil? Who really <laughs> are you? What is that thing that makes you tick? And what is it that special in your heart. Well, I appreciate that, Dr. Bowen. And let me just, before I say that, let me just say thank you for having me as a guest. I am honored to spend some time with you. I admire you and your coaching skills and experience. Uh, you were one of my trainers in the DRC program, so I'm thankful for that. And, and I love the Dream Out Loud podcast that helps us get better at this. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I am the son of pastors, immigrant pastors who came from Columbia, South America to the U.S., a few years after they moved here, I was born uh, here in the States. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of a one, uh, uh, we like to say at Vertical Church, the church I pastor, we're one church, two languages, right? Because it's both English and Spanish. Un poquito de español, a little bit of English and Spanish. Uh, it's it's kind of my world. Um, grew up, um, I got my master's degree as a, an occupational therapist, which is a health profession. Gave me a lot of experience working with people, helping people uh, progress and improve in their function, uh, uh, both physically, uh, mentally, cognitively, and also just in their uh, daily meaningful occupations. Uh, learned a lot and grew through that. Uh, I, I'm also a pastor's kid. My, my parents became pastors when I was uh, maybe about 12 years old. So I grew up in and around church, serving in church, uh, eventually was a worship leader and uh, helped pastor the worship team for my father uh, for many years, for about 20 years, went on the road uh, as a as a Christian, uh, a Latin Christian artist, right? We, we went throughout South America, the States, Central America, taking the music that God has given us. And in all of that, supporting my dad at church and eventually transitioned into the leadership role. Um, that was in 2015. My wife and I took the leadership of the church. My, my parents passed on the baton. Uh, we relaunched the church. Uh, it used to be a, in a Spanish name. We relaunched it as Vertical Church, also known as Iglesia Vertical, uh, which means up, right? It's the same in both languages, vertical, vertical. And uh, we've had an amazing journey of growth uh, leading the church in this season. Uh, I've been connected to Avail Leadership as well, uh, which I've had the privilege of working alongside Dr. Sam Chand as well, Martin Van Tilburg, the the whole Avail team in bringing uh, leadership resources, hosting the podcast for for pastors, Christian leaders. Uh, And uh, man, what I have found you know, maybe to bring it, kind of bring it here to an end, what I have found 
that's been most helpful in this season is the skills of coaching. I have learned. I'm still, I'm still kind of in the, I would say the beginning process, but man, this has been an awesome journey. Uh, And I think coaching is going to help me get to the next level in all of my areas. Yeah. Well, we know that coaching really does transform lives. And of course, um, I I started coaching 16 years ago uh, through the university level. And then, of course, we developed Dream Release for Coaching 12 years ago. And it's just taken off touching thousands of people's lives literally around the world. And so I know that whenever I met you and we first started talking, you wasn't really familiar with coaching, but now you've gone through the program. So tell me what got you interested in this new thing that we know, because we know there's mentoring and counseling and consulting, but now this new thing, what a lot of people is just getting the buzz on it called coaching. What got you interested? Well, I started realizing, Dr. Bowen, that um, more and more I found myself in conversations with colleagues and friends about, hey, what are you doing? And, uh, you know, I think uh, in any in any profession or in any field, when you start when you start gaining um, some success, when you start gaining some wins, some victories, right. it causes other people to, to lean in, you know, and, and maybe get curious and, hey, how, what's working for you? And I found myself both in the context of other uh, Spanish-speaking pastors, both uh, here in the, in, in the U.S. and abroad, um, and, and other friends and colleagues about what's working. And I found a lot of them leaning in and asking questions. Um, eventually a few of them leaning in saying, Hey, would you, would you mind getting on a call with me or coming, you know, coming to talk to my team about this? Mm -hmm. And I realized, man, this is a great opportunity. Um, and as a pastor, I'm used to, and and I understand counseling, right. And, and I understand kind of uh, different aspects of helping people walk through things. And as a therapist, by the way, uh, helping people walk through recovering and recuperating. Um, but I started realizing there's a, there's a branch that I'm not as familiar with, which is, which is coaching. I played sports growing up and I remember, man, it was great having coaches that kind of help us uh, get better, walk us through, ask us good questions. And that's what caused me to get interested in, in, man, how can I, how can I refine my knowledge about coaching? Because I find myself, I'm finding myself in this position and role, and I think it's going to happen a bit more as I continue moving forward. That's awesome. And I, I love the dynamics of your church. I'm going to visit there one day, one <laughs> church, two languages, and I guess I'll have to come to the English version. But that's one of the blessed things we have about Dream Relations as well. We also have all of our material is written in Spanish love as it. well. And that's under Brenda Bowen right now. And she is doing fantastic, no relation, uh, but she is doing fantastic with really uh, teaching that curriculum as well. And of course, we've got some, a great team uh, in Latin America as well. So we're really excited about that. So without breaking any kind of confidentiality, can you you tell me maybe a situation that you had in coaching that just became that aha moment, that moment that you just know the right question was was asked and therefore it just broke out of either you being stuck or somebody else being stuck in that place that they were into a healthy place of moving forward. Yeah, I could think I could think of a of a pastor friend, a colleague. Uh, he's in another state. Um, he's leading a, a, a primarily a Hispanic congregation, and and so he was leaning. He he was asking me to coach him specifically on helping break through some growth barriers uh, in his mm-hmm. church. And, and so uh, I found myself, I found myself thinking, okay, what have I learned through my uh, DRC uh, coaching and training? Um, and I, re- and I remember one of the things that's always stuck out to me is powerful questions, right? Asking questions as opposed to trying to solve the answers or telling a client what to do. So what I started to do, I realized that there was a lot of concerns that he had about, um, about feeling stuck about some of the current 
you know, t- people on his team and leaders and volunteer leaders, maybe, you know, um, having trouble with them and not kind of understanding the vision and the heart. And I remember that my first instinct was maybe I should talk about the team and all that th- those things. But, but what I did, what I did kind of through, through what I learned in DRC coaching is I started asking questions about, well, how about you? Mm-hmm. What, what, what would take, what would take your leadership to the next level? Like I had him begin to do some self-evaluation because sometimes it's easy to, to find the, the problems right. and the issues all around us. And when I started focusing on, on, on helping him think about what can take you to the next level in your leadership skills, in your pastoring abilities, and also in developing your team. I felt like a, a light bulb started cl- clicking and he was, it was while he was responding to me and he started identifying areas that he, that he himself could admit, you know what? I think I can invest a little bit in growing myself in this area, which will result uh, in, in a, in a better outcome as I'm leading my, my team and my, my leaders. And, and for me, for me, it was an aha moment because my my instinct prior to coaching is, hey, let's go to the problem. Let's go find the solutions. Let's go tell him, hey, you could try this and try this. Mm-hmm. But just taking a step as a coach and thinking of a few powerful questions, including, you know, evaluate yourself. You know, how, how are you doing? And it caused him to really um, um, self-assess and really almost get get encouraged and be like, you know what, this is going to help me. And and he's leaning in even more as we have more sessions. So that, that was a moment that really stands out to me. Wow, that's amazing. And and so we know that you, again, being an occupational therapist and now pastoring and, and very busy life working with the veil, you got a lot of things uh, in the fire cooking for you right now. So tell me what you saw as coaching. When you see the big picture of coaching, what kind of benefits do you see for you becoming a coach? There's a lot of benefits that I see. Um, I, I will say that I am a better pastor because of what I've learned about coaching through DRC. I'm a better, I'm a better um, leader, like organizationally speaking. I'm a better leader. Um, I find myself even being a better friend because <laughs> sometimes there are people who aren't necessarily, you know, asking me to be their coach or hiring me to give them coaching sessions, but but they're going through situations and. I've learned how to ask questions mm-hmm. uh, and kind of help people on the journey to finding their own uh, answers and solutions. Uh, so, so, I mean, honestly, I just feel good about it. Like I, it makes me feel better knowing, uh, knowing that I don't need to have the answers. I think that's one of the most freeing aspects of coaching is that, that a coach, you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to have the right questions. That's right. been powerful to me. So uh, I find that as I'm leading my my uh, my core staff team at Vertical Church, uh, as I'm developing them, as I'm leading other you know volunteer level leaders as well, I'm adding value to them uh, mm-hmm. in such a way that they're getting better, I'm getting better, and and it's it's all due to what I've learned uh, in in coaching. So I, I think there's a value add in, for me in every direction. Uh, yeah. But I honestly I feel like I'm I'm better at what I do because of this knowledge. And the more I do it, you know, the better I'm going to get. 
Yeah. So you came from the occupational therapy. I was a counselor. And uh, in that, of course, one of the hardest things as both of us being senior pastors, uh, I was senior pastor for 27 years. You've been pastoring for a number of years now. What do you think about this listening tool? Because I found that it was very difficult because it had always been my occupation and my counseling firm that I had for a number of years was always finding resolution and telling them what to do. But here we find out, as you said, we Mm -hmm. are great, um, you know, have those great questions, but we also have to be great listeners. Yeah. How did that really enhance? Because when you said friendship, that just came up that we've become better friends because we become better listeners. So how do you think that has affected you by becoming a better listener? Hey, another thing that we have in common as, as, as pastors is that we like to talk, right? Yes. <laughs> we enjoy talking. Um, I think I've, I've, I've begun to understand, and, and and I think my my wife would be the first to say this is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've 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 understood how much listening is important, active listening, right? Um, you know, a lot of times, even my wife, a lot of times throughout the years, would say, "Hey, you know, it's important your position, your body, your your you know your posture, your body language," and and you learn a lot about that in the DRC program uh, about how you help a client that you're coaching feel understood. Right. And that is by listening. And a lot of people, a lot of times that's, that's half the battle for, for somebody to feel you understand me. You're, you're yeah. actually listening. We, when we reflect, something that I remember learning about is reflecting, right? You know, reflecting back what you're hearing, uh, getting clarity and, and, and the client's able to say, yes, that's exactly how I feel. I think there's a great value in that. So I've, I've got, not only have I, have I gotten better at it, but I've, I've been intentional at it. Uh, mm-hmm. I find myself listening because when we listen, we find those jewels that lead us to the next questions. They lead us right. to kind of the next step along the journey. Yeah. I always ask my clients, are you really listening or are you waiting on your turn to talk? <laughs> Most of us are simply just waiting on our turn to talk. Yeah. So um, we always find out that through, especially around track three and, and into track four, we start developing our niche or our niche, that thing that we mm-hmm. really feel has become our specialty. And that's not the only thing we can coach on. But what would you say is Virgil's niche today? What's that thing that you feel like has become your specialty in coaching? Yeah, for me, it really is coaching other lead pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think, I think, think as we go, it might open up also to lead leaders, maybe Christian leaders that are leading their their business. You know, I think I think there's there's some um, crossover there, but but really my heart, my my niche uh, is is coaching lead pastors. By the way, two languages in English and in Spanish. I think there's there's a whole Spanish Spanish world out there that that really is can use some more coaches and some more. That's why I love that DRC has a program in Spanish. Uh, for instance, at the time of this recording tomorrow, I'm actually leaving to Argentina where I'm going to be uh, connecting with one of my overseers, my mentors uh, in a conference with over a thousand pastors that are going to be at a conference in Argentina. And we're going to be encouraging them. We're going to be uh, casting vision and we're going to be teaching them a lot of things. But I know that out of that is going to come some opportunities uh, for some coaching. And so, so I, I have a heart for helping pastors breakthrough growth barriers uh, mm-hmm. and helping them become better leaders. And I think through through coaching, um, I have that opportunity to really bring hope, bring yeah. encouragement, and then also bring tools and resources that are going to help them. Yeah. So we know behind every pastor, and again, a great pastor like yourself, that there's a great team. So I know that if I ever came to Vertical Church, Mm. I would see the excellence of a great team because they have an excellent pastor. So with that in mind, how would you say that coaching has uh, applied itself to your team as a whole? 
Yeah, yeah. Now, are you referring to my staff? Because uh, my staff is is kind of my team, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, as a pastor, obviously, my staff, which is people that are you know that are working, you know, uh, you know, vocationally here in the church, it kind of extends a little further to to volunteer leaders as well and volunteer key people. But, but man, coaching has really, really been a blessing for me. Um, from from how I lead staff meetings and have coaching moments in meetings uh-huh. to, to my one-on-ones with my direct reports and my staff team. Uh, I've realized that again, I've gotten better at knowing what questions to ask. I've yeah. gotten better at equipping, uh, at, at equipping my staff team in understanding how they can, they can come up with their own solutions, right. Yeah. And how they can lead the key people on their teams that they're leading. Right. So I find it's, it's kind of a trickle effect. If I model it well, I find that my staff and my team now, because they're all overseeing also people and teams of people, they're yeah. now also picking up on it. You know, for instance, this morning we had a staff team uh, meeting and, and one of the questions that I asked, I said, Hey, uh, we are, we are, you know, uh, at the time of this recording, September of 2022. So what do you feel was your, has been your greatest accomplishment in 2022 that has made the greatest impact on the organization as a whole? And so everybody had a few minutes to, to think, to type out their answer. And then we just went around and talked about it. So again, leading with questions that cause people to think, and then we bounced off of each other. So coaching has helped me as I'm leading my staff. It's helped my meetings be better. It's helped my one-on-ones with my direct reports be more intentional where it's not just, okay, tell me what you're doing and I'll tell you what I want to need. It's, Hey, what are you working on? And how can we get even better? And how is this connecting to the vision of the church? And so I'm kind of, I'm adding in some coaching level that w- wasn't there before, thanks to all of this. Wow, that's amazing. We, we do realize it, it goes across so many barriers and is able to help so many people and staff and organizations and churches. Uh, I've done several things um, in, in corporate America and coaching. And uh, a lot of people misunderstand. I'm not really sure where you're at. So I'm going to have you to address this as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come to DRC feeling like that it's <clears> only <throat> so that we can open businesses. Right. But I always tell people that first they have to be able to find where they're at and they have to discover who they are. And coaching will do that, especially Especially in the basics, like we know, powerful questions, listening, mm. accountability, neutral, silence. We really discover who we are. And then in track two, we start doing the whole person. We start looking at body, soul, mind, spirit, all that kind of stuff of who this person is. So um, I, I try to tell people, even if you don't want a business, right. just to be to coach your staff and to be able to ask those questions and really to listen to them. So for you, is it more a business that you are trying to open up a coaching service or is it just something that you had personally that you wanted to grow yourself so you could communicate better with your team? Yeah, you know, I, I would have to say it's kind of a both and. I think, I think honestly, I have, I, have a, I have enough work on my plate in this season of my life uh, okay. and responsibilities where, where I don't necessarily need to, you know, I got to do this. Um, but, you know, in, in fact, track four of DRC really pos- helped position me to, 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 to be ready for that. And that's kind of that's how I felt. I said, hey, um, I know that I wasn't necessarily planning or needing it, but I actually have it ready to go. And as opportunities arise, I'm realizing, hey, this is this is great. So so for me, it's both. And I'm taking advantage of of all of the uh, skills that I've learned, all the knowledge that I've been able to, to obtain and, and 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 what I've been able to receive 
that's been modeled to me by you and all the other trainers that I've had throughout the BRC program. It's really helped me in my current role, right? It's helped me to become a better pastor. Um, it's, it's helped me to become a better leader. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, so that aspect, that's, that's a blessing. That's, that's already added value to me. And then at the same time, I now have, uh, I have the foundation and the structure where I'm able to, Hey, I'm able to offer my services to, to, to another pastor. Hey, uh, I'd love to take you on a journey. Let's, let's try this out. And I, and I have that because of the DRC program. So what started off as maybe, Hey, I just want to get, I want to get better and I want right. to grow, uh, has now become into, Hey, I have gotten better and grown. And now there's this opportunity and possibility that, that in the future, is going to be ready and, and for me to develop even more as as uh, I see fit and as the Lord shows. That's awesome. So for those of you that's just joining us here on the Dream Out Loud podcast, we want you to D-O-L and Dream Out Loud. <laughs> You've heard us talk about tracks one, two, three, and, and uh, Virgil just mentioned track number four. And in that track, uh, Virgil, it's really amazing because that's where we help people with business plans. We mm-hmm. LLCs and contracts. And so I've even referred people that want to open a business, but might maybe not even a coaching business, that track four is that one to where we're really entrepreneurial minded. So we realize that DRC is much bigger than just coaching. We're helping people succeed. And that's what this broadcast is all about, helping others succeed. And as you know, our founders, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan, their whole life, ever since I've known them, I was just a, a small boy. I was 15 years old when I met them. And they have pushed me and elevated me over the years and still to this day everybody that they touch they are helping to succeed and so what a blessing that is so how has coaching actually affected you personally as a pastor yeah you know um one of the big responsibilities that a pastor has is caring for sheep Mm-hmm. Caring spiritually for sheep, caring emotionally for sheep. You know, um, the the flock that the Lord has, has entrusted us with as pastors, mm-hmm. the people that are coming to our church, the the people that we're leading, the people that are seeking out, you know, for help. Um, just the fact that I'm a better listener, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's in a in a one to one, you know, meeting or or leading groups. You know, we have a lot of we we have a small groups culture at Vertical Church. Yeah. And for instance, I'm leading a, a group right now. It's called Freedom for Men. So it's it's a it's a freedom group uh, for men where we it's kind of a inner healing, personal restoration. Hey, being able to heal from the past, address the past, close the door to yesterday and open the door to tomorrow uh, kind of curriculum that is very biblical, very spiritual, but at the same time, very, very vulnerable. And, uh, and, and I have become a better pastor as I'm leading the freedom group with the men that are with me because I'm a better listener, because I'm seeking to understand, because I'm, I have the right questions to ask as we're having our group discussions. And then again, one-on-ones afterwards, um, it's really helped me to care for people better. It's helped me personally uh, in understand want, seeking to understand people and understanding how valuable it is to people to be heard and to feel understood. So like I said, this has been kind of a 360 impact kind of in every direction. Uh, coaching has helped me. It, it really has been a blessing. It's added value to me, but, not only value that stays with me, now I'm val- I'm adding value to people because of it. So I love that kind of that multiplication and reproducing right. aspect of, of of coaching and and the opportunities that the Lord gives us when we're when we're obedient, right? When we're resourceful and when we yeah. continue to grow. 
Yeah. I've had nearly uh, 30 podcasts so far with DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast. I never asked this question on a podcast, and I feel like I have relational capital with you that <laughs> I can go a step further and ask this question. How has coaching impacted your marriage and your relationship with your children? Has it impacted any way? And if so, how? <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. Um, you know, it's it, you know, it's a funny, funny note. I remember I remember my wife was she was kind of, you know, kind of unloaded with me you know as spouses sometimes you you just feel like that like okay I can unload with you I can you know I can let it out let go of what's bothering me what's frustrating me and I remember she was going through a situation because she helps me pastor and lead the church uh, and I remember that she was uh, kind of releasing some frustrations about a certain situation and and she didn't you know, she didn't ask me to coach her. Right. Uh, and I didn't say, Hey, I'm going to coach you, but I just started listening and I started asking questions. I started asking questions. So I was kind of secretly coaching. And, uh, after a few questions, like Walker, she stopped and she looked at me, she said, are you trying to coach me? <laughs> and I told her, I told her, Hey, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to add value to you. So, so yeah, I, I have found myself even in, in, uh, my family relationships, you know, uh, Speaking of my kids, you know, I have a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 10-year-old. And and all three of them are, you know, a little bit of a high schooler, a middle schooler, and an elementary schooler. And they're all in a different season of their life. But um, but I find that as I'm having conversations with them, um, I'm, I'm actually doing a better job at not only listening, but helping them. Because instead of just responding or, hey, I think this – I'm asking some questions. Again, they feel heard. They feel understood. They feel care, cared for. Uh, so it, it is. It's helping me in my marriage. It's helping me in my relationship with my kids. I think I got to be careful sometimes not to uh, not to not so they don't feel like they're with a coach when they want to just be with dad or with or with their husband or with her, my wife with her husband. But uh, yeah. but it definitely makes me it makes me better. Yeah, it's amazing because I've talked to so many families that have coaches in the family and uh, the wife or the husband always says uh, they've become a better listener. That's yeah. what they always point out. And the same thing for kids. They really understand when we really follow their heart instead of being parent and just always telling them of really hearing where they're at. So it also builds relationships. So that's dynamic. So what if you had somebody that asked you today, well, I'm in this place and I'm healthy, but I'm stuck and I really want to move on maybe to write a book or or to uh, get physically fit or to lose weight or whatever that may be, why would you encourage them to go the route of a coach? Well, you know, I would encourage them to consider a coach because a, most people haven't, you know, mm -hmm. unless you've been around a coaching culture, uh, right. you know, unless you're aware of it, I think a lot of people just don't know, you know, they, they're, they're sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And so I think giving people another option, I think is helpful. I think I would, I would, also consider ask them to consider a coach because uh, sometimes I think the biggest limiting factor when we set a when we set up a goal for ourselves or we want to reach a goal is accountability or the lack thereof. And uh, one of the valuable things that a coach can do is really bring that that accountability that you want that you need um, and and that and that by the way you're you're you know you're paying for when you when you're asking a coach to come on board. And, uh, and I think there's some value in that and, and we value things that cost us something. Um, and, and I, and also, I think when you've tried, when you've tried it other ways and it hasn't worked, it's good to try something different. I think, I think a coach can be a great solution. I think there are circumstances and I'm sure Dr. Bowen, you can talk to this, speak to this, but there are circumstances where coaching might be for a kind of a, a few months type of thing. Uh, whereas there might be other circumstances where a coaching relationship might be for a year or more, you know? Uh, right. So understanding that there could be some great value helping people that just don't know that it's available and 
the, the power of, of somebody that's going to hold me accountable and that that's responsible and that really is going to help me take steps as opposed to staying stuck. Wow, that's great. I remember a number of years ago, probably eight, maybe 10 years ago, that I got a call from our founder, co-founder, Dr. Brenda Chan, and she said, hey, what do you think of this? D-O-L. And I said, okay, what is DOL? We had never heard of DOL until then. And she said, dream out loud. So ever since then, that's what she's done. She's done it with me. She's done it with the staff. She does it with her husband. She does it with her kids. No matter where you're at with Dr. Brenda Chan, she's always helping people to DOL. And that's yeah. what inspired the Dream Out Loud podcast. So in everything that we conclude with, she always has me to ask, and I have to ask you to DOL as we get ready to part ways here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. I want you to take a moment and with our audience today, just for Virgil to dream out loud. Yeah, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. I, I'm, I'm, I'll dream out loud. I dream of of being able to, to start a podcast a pastor, a lead pastors or, you know, um, ministry leaders, coaching network that will not only provide services in English, but in Spanish at a high level of excellence, uh, a, a, a network where, where we might be able to reach uh, a significant number of pastors, ministry mm -hmm. leaders, um, and help them break through barriers, help them grow personally, uh, and specifically in the area of pastoring churches, take their churches to the next level. I, I'm, you know, I dream with a, a a real kind of fluid network that will grow and that will reach a lot of pastors in the United States, in Latin America, and wherever else the Lord wants to take it. That's a big one. Well, wow, that's awesome. So if you're listening to the podcast today, we want you to dream out loud. When we finish today, we want you to take the time to dream out loud. My special niche has always been to help people succeed in their finances. And just recently, I have transferred over to the Millionaire Mindset Coach, which I'm walking people through becoming a millionaire and for people to own their personal business. So whatever dream you have today, remember the sky is the limit. <laughs> Virgil, it has been amazing of having you with us today. And I know that some of our listeners today want to get in touch with you. How would they connect with you if they're wanting to reach out and just find out some of the great things that you're doing there at Vertical Church and through your coaching company? Yeah, well, uh, easiest ways to check check out what's happening with me is on Instagram and on Facebook. My full name is actually Virgilio or Virgilio. So Virgil with IO at the end, Sierra with an S like Sierra Mist. You can find me on Instagram and also on Facebook. Our, our uh, church website is verticalchurch.com or iglesiavertical.com. Also, you can check out the Avail podcast. I host that podcast. New episodes come out every week, uh, helping uh, pastors and ministry leaders grow in the art of leadership. Uh, you can check out the Avail podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or on the YouTube channel. Uh, Dr. Bowen, for me, an honor and a privilege to be able to spend some time here with you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And one day you're going to look up and see some of us sitting in that congregation, even if it's in Spanish. I just did a Spanish <laughs> service last weekend and absolutely loved it. So it did amazing. And whatever one mind, one spirit. And of course, you talked about that body language. Only 7% is the language. The other 38% is tones and 55%, which is our body language. So I know we could worship together. Thank you for being a part of the Dream Out Loud podcast today. Thank you very much. We hope this podcast with Virgil Sierra has helped you to DOL. 
We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out more about our products and resources that you heard about today, visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics to help you to DOL on the Dream Out Loud podcast.